Hello, everyone. This is Sportify. And before we get started, I want to give a shout out to another podcast called Triple Plays Fantasy Football Show. It's on Apple Podcasts. I really enjoyed it, and I think you will, too. So please, again, go check out Triple Plays Fantasy Football Show on Apple Podcast. And another thing, I am going to be with my cousin John again today. But since the NBA has started, back in the summer, my brother and I, Ryan, recorded an NBA-related podcast. It was more so about teams and their mantras, so I will include that first. So, here is a little dose of what we did. I wanted to talk about really quick before we transition into another topic, because I noticed during the NBA Finals, each team that was in the Finals had a hashtag for the team. What's the Mavs hashtag? Like, I was trying to figure that out. So... Some of these hashtags are great, really clever, love the branding. And, you know, Ryan and I talk about marketing a lot in sports. So we're going to rate these. The Atlanta Hawks. Hashtag true to Atlanta. Oh, God. (laughs) Not a fan? (laughs) Okay. True to Atlanta? Well, what is true to Atlanta? (laughs) I would, for the Timberwolves... This is cool. Power of the... And then the Celtics, they just kind of gave up. They just said hashtag Celtics. I was like, okay, <laughs> that works. Yeah. Um, well, who's the mascot for them? He's he's Irish. I think it's a leprechaun, right? It is. It is. So. Okay. They, then they say hashtag pot of gold. <laughs> yeah. That would be good. You know? That is good. That is good. Share hot, hashtag pot of gold and then have a sweepstake competition for the Celtics. Hashtag over the rainbow, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. um, yeah, yeah. Lucky charm. <laughs> um, so since the 90s, since Michael Jordan was around, the Bulls have always been, um, you know, Bulls Nation. So that's literally that's what they cool. said. They said the Denver Nuggets. This is cool because there, if you don't know, in Colorado, they call things mile high. Like that is a... Yes tagline that they use for a lot of things and if you're in Colorado you know there's a lot of or if you're based in Colorado so what they did for Denver Nuggets was mile high basketball okay so moving on to the Brooklyn Nets who really should have been in the well, Brooklyn no. yes okay. Brooklyn. Um, not New Jersey wow I've been out of the game correct <laughs> um, they still have the New Jersey Devils for hockey so you're close the Devils but, um, what I love the hashtag Nets hashtag Lucifer <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn brilliant. Great. And I actually like that because people from Brooklyn, as we know, we have family from there, okay. are yeah. very gritty is the way and to describe the way, them. The Charlotte Hornets, who are owned by Michael Jordan himself, they, they are. Um, he also, he has a great relationship with their starter, LaMelo Ball, and that's why they're so good. Even though they weren't in the playoffs, they were very close. Um, so the hashtag was Buzz City, which is cool because it's a Hornet. That's so. For the Lakers, it is the Lake Show. That sounds stupid. The Lake Show? Oh, my God. So, the Pelicans, the New Orleans Pelicans. They have a Pelican team? (laughs) They have a New Orleans Pelicans? Is that seriously their team name? Yeah. 
I seriously have not watched professional basketball in, or paid attention to a Pelican team until that. Seriously, I never knew that before. That's insane. Might as well call them hashtag storks. You know, it's like, what, what are we doing? I mean, you might as well call it another weird bird, like hashtag blue for the booby. Well, like, uh, <laughs> you thought that I was joking. I seriously did not know that. And then finally, the Mavs. Now, this movie, <laughs> I had to look it up because I was like, what? You had to look up? That says it's not good. When you because, now here it is. Now here it is. Hashtag, all caps, M-F-F-L. That's it. <laughs> Maffle? M-F-F-L. Seriously, hashtag Maffle. So do you know what it stands for? <laughs> what does it stand for? Mavs fans for life. <laughs> oh, God, that's the biggest. Maffle, that's what you're saying when you type that out. Are you going to the Mavs game? <laughs> maffle, man. <laughs> we, get the, we get the beers and make sure we maffle. No. No. Hello, everyone. This is Sportify, and John is here with me today. Hello. The NBA season has started. The NFL season, we are in week six now, and so much has happened. (laughs) This is one of the most insane sports seasons I think I've ever seen. Like, honestly. We're going to talk about our top teams and or players that we see that are standing out to us. So, number one, of course, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> on on the Cowboys, what to you is the most improved and or who are some standout players? Definitely on our defensive side. Um, I'd say linebacker position with Michael Parsons. And then um, Trayvon Diggs stepping up. And this overall, like, our, our defense doesn't look as lost as he do. So <laughs> Dan, uh, this Dan Quinn, I think his yeah. name is, the coordinator from Seattle. He, uh, he's definitely got a lot of those guys on the same page. So that's, that's noticeably different. So... But also, I think just bouncing off of what you're saying, each game we've showed different aspects of our game, if that makes sense. Against the Bucks, it was passing all day, Dak and Tom. And then the next game, it was the run game with Tony and Zeke. Because Zeke is older now, and he can't do it all by himself. And he needs a reliever, if you will. And... Pollard is is a really good one and he doesn't run the same way and or the same routes that Zeke does so teams can get confused we have an abundance of receivers and to me some standout players Cedric Wilson uh, number one he honestly I view him how a lot of people view Michael Gallup who is returning soon but I don't know. I'm just, he's got every single time we've been on third down, which has not been a lot this season, might I add. It used to be every single game, we would always never make a first down drive. But if we do get to third down, Cedric Wilson is all the way downfield and he can make those sideline catches that we need. 
Some people are saying that Cooper is falling back. What do you think? We have so many weapons. It's not It's not like we have to like just you know, focus on Cooper or something. Like maybe they're looking at, you know, his total yards compared to like previous years and saying, oh, it doesn't have as many. But you know what I've learned? Our stats are deceiving because like overall our team is so much better. That is, you know, Zeke has to have the most rushing yards or whatever. Like everyone's kind of comparable to each other now. So it's, no, he's definitely still like as good of an athlete as oh, yeah. I've ever seen. So I think he's, he's, he, um, he's kind of injury prone. That's like a downfall yeah. to him. Besides that, I don't think he's regressed. I think we're just throwing to so many more people now and running it more. And it's not, I don't think he's regressed though. He's so good that he's double covered all the time now. It's not that, oh, we're not throwing to him as much. It's we literally can't because he'll get an interception. And speaking of interceptions, let's just talk about Trayvon Diggs. He now has enough interceptions to match his jersey number. Oh, that guy is just incredible. He got defensive player of the week a couple weeks ago. Dak Prescott got a um, NFC offensive player of the week. Oh, I think Micah Parsons is killer. And we let go of Jalen Smith. He's now with the Packers, and he hasn't even played. <laughs> if you look back at his stats, I said it before, he only had 56% of snaps. Like, that's all he had this season. And Micah Parsons, who wasn't even supposed to be in that position, he's only in that position because Demarcus Lawrence is hurt. And he's killing it. And then areas we need to work on. I definitely want to stress that because we are not a perfect team. Totally understand that. But I'm just so happy with the improvement that has been made. And now here's where we need to work. Mike McCarthy's clock management. He is struggling. Now he's not struggling, but there are certain times when you think... We should take a timeout right now. And he just doesn't. Or he waits till a substantial amount of time has gone off the clock. It's like, well, you don't even need to take it now. Right. It's like, that's valuable. Because we don't want to risk getting picked on or another turnover, you know, whatever. Uh, so he needs to work on that. And I was worried with the Carolina Panthers because they have the number one defense, or at least they did at the time. And I was like, oh God. And, but then we pushed through there. The Eagles, of course, easy. The Giants, easy. Tampa Bay, we had a great game. Still lost, but I consider that a win, really. But when we got to the Patriots, I was like, we're going to underestimate this team. I know we will because... No, they don't have Tom Brady. They don't have the man. But they still have Bill Belichick. We cannot ignore that. And then they have Mac Jones. Mac Jones is good. He's a uh, good yeah. quarterback. He is good. Now, we, had, of course, we won, and it was a great game, and we actually beat Bill Belichick. But there were some calls that were like, why are you doing that, you know? Mike McCarthy did not take a timeout. And the clock just kept ticking and ticking, and it got to eight seconds, and he finally called a timeout. And it was like, that's not even worth <laughs> And I thought how it was going to go, or it's Mac Jones was going to get the ball back, and they would win at the last second. We wouldn't even have to go to overtime. I really thought it was going to be something like that. 
luckily that didn't happen. They just let the clock run. But I still thought that was going to happen in overtime. I was like, you know what? What's the point? But luckily our offense got there first. At the end of the half, at that point, seriously, I was like, we're going to lose today. Like, I was confident. Oh, yeah, me too. I was confident. Yep. I'm like, what the hell is this? (laughs) And I started thinking... I'm like, what does this do to our record where we would be four and two? That's not that great, but it's not horrible because we've definitely been worse. But but also a shout out to Mr. Prescott from coming back from one of the worst injuries I think I've witnessed. Yeah, shout out to him. He uh, he balled out. And now he has like a calf strain. I'm like, stop. That very last throw, he like landed on his calf or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hopefully that's not a big deal, but. I was really worried though, because came back from the ankle injury. We know he's not going to run that much now, but then he had the shoulder injury and it was like, you know, what, what now? And then that went away. And now we have this, but he's like, I'm yeah. really, I'm okay. Like, I'm fine. So I'm like, just stop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah if, Dak, if, Dak doesn't, if Dak doesn't stay healthy, we're, we're, <laughs> we're screwed. We're screwed. But we're also, in- we finally, which I am glad about this, we finally made a damn decision on our backup quarterbacks. We were fighting, for those of you who don't keep up with the Cowboys, it was between Ben DiNucci, Cooper Rush, and Garrett Gilbert. Gilbert, yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> DiNucci, in my opinion, he is a scramble quarterback. He loves to run. But, consequently, he doesn't throw the ball in time. <laughs> I'm like, dude, you're the quarterback. You're not the running back. Right. Throw, throw the ball. Please, throw it. And because he's running, he hasn't got it down where he can run and throw the ball and make it like Patrick Mahomes, which is really hard. Like he's good. Like sometimes he's made some plays and he's made some touchdowns in in game. Very good. Because I always say practice is practice. In game is in game. That's the difference. And Garrett Gilbert, of course, when Dak got hurt, Cooper Rush was hurt as well. And... Yeah, and then Andy Dalton got hurt, and no one cared. <laughs> I remember that. Everyone was like, mm. oh, well. <laughs> but yeah, Garrett Gilbert came in and absolutely saved us that season. Like, yeah, we had a losing record, you know, but he prevented us from being so much worse. And so I really thought, I was like, this kid's good. Like, he's really going to be a threat. And then somehow, when training camp came along, he just went like that. And he got worse and worse and worse. And I don't know what happened. And he is not the same guy I saw. And uh, we did not take him. We cut him. He is now with the Patriots (laughs) as a backup. And Cooper Rush is the official starting backup. Um, which I agree with because he's been there the longest and he knows Dak's play calls. That's the most important thing. Yeah, for sure. We don't want to confuse our offense more. (laughs) And then Danucci is on the practice squad. It was funny because they released Danucci and then the next day they're like, we're re-signing him to practice squad. (laughs) For those of you who don't know, you can only be on a practice squad for three years of your entire NFL career. That's it. Hmm. 
Okay. Because they don't want teams to just like stash away players in their practice yeah. squad. <laughs> and the last thing that is not so great news, two things really. So, yeah, we have a lot of guys injured. What what else is new? But Lyle Collins. I haven't had a chance to talk about him. So, for those of you who don't know, he was suspended for missing drug test for the Cowboys. And not only missing drug tests, but when he finally took one, he had drugs in his system. Not good. And they're like, you're suspended for five games without pay. He's one of our best offensive linemen. Then he tried to say... He tried to go to the NFL and appeal the decision. Because you can do that. If you don't believe the thing was right, you can appeal it. And then it came out even later, because they denied the appeal. It came out later that he tried to bribe the NFL to appeal the decision. He's back. He's going to come back next week, I think. Or two weeks from now. We're on a bye week. But um, I was just like... Really? <laughs> like, what are you doing? So that, and then DeMonte KZ, one of our new rookies. Yeah, he got arrested last night <laughs> for a DUI. He posted bail this afternoon. Don't really know what that does to him, TBH. I just remember looking on my phone. It was like, DeMonte KZ, who's actually a really good player, got arrested. I was like, oh, God. Why can't y'all just stay home? (laughs) Oh, my God. Okay, so that's enough cowboy talk for now. But my second favorite team, the Bills. Bills Mafia, baby. Although I am not happy with their game against the Titans. Not at all. Not happy. No, no. This is what I keep saying. Teams can get overconfident and say, oh, we're, we're so good right now. We're so good. And then they underestimate the teams they're going against. Um, and they end up losing. That's what literally what happened there. Because the Titans, they had good pieces. Tannehill, great. Derrick Henry, of course, always great. But the team was not really just, you know, meshing. That day they did. You never know. And I can't stress that enough. Who do I think is going to get the MVP? If not Kyler Murray, if not Dak Prescott, I'm going to go Josh Allen. But that's just me. I know a lot of people have huge disagreements with that. But if we had comeback player of the year, Dak Prescott would win it hands down. So, oh, for sure. That's not even a thing. I don't know why it isn't. Alex Smith got his comeback player because of that gruesome injury and all that. But also, like, You can't have that award because then you would be wanting people to get hurt (laughs) and come back. Like, you can't be like, oh my God, let's root for them. Like, we can't do that. But the Bills, they need to watch it. They they are on a slippery slope. Let's talk about who else. So, the Chargers. I was a little worried that game against the Cowboys, and I'm just going off of Cowboys for reference because that was like, what, 20 to 17? Not... A big gap at all. Although I will say Dak Prescott put 445 yards against the Patriots. (laughs) Yeah, most ever against uh, Bill Belichick defense, too. I think that was the most he's ever done. Like, I seriously think. It could be wrong. He could have a higher number. 
But when I read, I was like, 445? I think the Chargers got a great quarterback who is 6'6", by the way, incredibly tall. They have Austin Eckler. They have Mike Williams. They have Keenan Allen, who is fantastic. But for some reason, they're having a little bit of a hard time. Either they blow out their team or, well, not really blow out. They put up numbers, but so does the other team. For example, they did beat the Chiefs, but it is like that much. (laughs) It really was close. Patrick Holmes and, and his team are not having the best year right now. So you can't really count that, I guess. But at the same time, they got absolutely manhandled, as Michael Irvin said, by Baltimore. <laughs> it's horrible. That was crazy. I see that coming. Like, and I and thought the- Baltimore was like overrated teams. Honestly, like I did do, I did too. For the past couple of years, I'm like, eh, okay, I know they're good, but they're not great. But now they're great. <laughs> yeah. They just haven't been winning their games by, like, like in dominant fashion or anything. They're just kind of scraping by. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. I think them and the Packers are the most overrated team. Oh, the Packers are so overrated. Oh, my I God. I hate the Packers in their top five. I'm like, dude, they are not top five. <laughs> but no, the Chargers, uh, great quarterback. They have the players, but they're not playing the game right. It could be a coaching issue. I really do think that, though. Just, I don't know. I have a feeling that it's it's the head coach that's not doing great. Um, Staley is his name, I think. And it's not meshing. It, sometimes it does. But then again, you look at the score from Baltimore and it was, whatever, like 40 to the literal digit of six. Six. <laughs> I'm like, so you missed the extra point, too? How do you do that? <laughs> Oh my god. Or you had two field goals. Either or I didn't watch them. That game should have been way closer, I feel like. I was like... I think it was all like... It was so funny when I looked at the score because I, you know, you, you pick one game to watch and you're looking at the other scores. And I was like, oh, they're not done playing yet. And I was like, oh, that's the final. Like, that's the game. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. Let's see. I think the Bengals are, are doing very well right now. I really do. Yeah, they're... Yeah. I don't know their exact record right now, but Joe Burrow, he's a playoff contender. Absolutely. Yeah, they're... Um, I would watch out for them this year. I would not underestimate them. Mm-hmm. They're good. I think Joe, Joe Burrow has more of a chance in the playoffs than Justin Herbert does. Really? Huh. Mm-hmm. I really do. Because, I mean, not just the, the argument of Joe Burrow has been there longer just by a little bit. There's some teams that need everyone in order to work. For instance, the Cowboys. Right. We had Dak for three years prior. We were winning. We made it to the playoffs in 2016 and 2018. Right. But we weren't winning every game. We were winning a game here and there and, you know, and oh, we would have a blowout game here. We did so great and then we would plateau. But, um, but then there's other teams who work with one player, but they build around that player. For instance, the Browns, Baker Mayfield. 
because his rookie exactly. season was good. Like, it was good. And mm-hmm. um, another high school winner, of course, a lot of them are. But he got there, changed the Browns' legacy, changed it absolutely. And maybe it was also because they were so bad, like, so bad, worse than us. That's nice. But, yeah. But he got there hey. and clicked. Yeah, sometimes when you're that bad, the only way is up. <laughs> like, yeah. That's a good point, too. Um, but yeah, I remember, like, so that in that instance, Baker had a great rookie year. Now they have Nick Chubb. A lot of them are injured, including Baker. I'm not happy because Baker's on my fantasy team, but whatever. Um, but all my fantasy, not all my fantasy, but all my quarterbacks are injured or on a bye week. I'm like, guys, why? Um, but I, I also think the Bengals could be like that. I think they're find, finding something with Joe Burrow. But at the same time, they didn't find anything with Andy Dalton for the 17 years he was with them or however long. Because he was seriously with them from draft day up until he went to the Cowboys. Yeah, that's another, that's another thing. Sometimes these people, they... Um... Their shelf life is a lot longer than it should be. <laughs> their shelf life? <laughs> their products. <laughs> oh, really. oh my god. When's really, your expiration so. date? <laughs> a team that I thought was going to continue on their rise, the Raiders. Oh yeah. Yeah. Sure. I was like, Derek Carr's really got it together now. Wow, you know? And now they're back to their record that they usually are. So, <laughs> but yeah. Now, they did lose their head coach. Right. That is a factor. He was fired. So, that's going to be interesting when they get back on the field. Maybe they'll, you know, switch things up. I don't know. But it's just, it's interesting. Chiefs, they're three and three right now. Patrick Mahomes and Kelsey and Hill are really the only ones working on that team. Their defense is not. I don't know what happened there. I really don't. (laughs) I was like, I put on my thing that like the Chiefs were going to beat Baltimore. Yeah, that didn't happen. And they, they lost by one point. I was like, guys. <laughs> Second, I need to get freaking Eli peed on oh. the floor, on the hardwood floor, and I like I smell Eli? it. Eli, I can't find it. So I'm gonna get this clean. You're fine. We have a uh, timeout. I'm You're calling fine. a timeout with McCarthy. Okay. How is Eli? <laughs> He's good. He's never peed in the place ever, like ever anywhere. But I, I actually closed the door for his box, so like. Oh. Kinda, so he peed, but I've been trying to find it, but I can't freaking find it. Go ahead, I'm just cleaning. <laughs> That's funny, but yeah, while John's doing that, so <laughs> other <laughs> other teams that are either struggling or you know whatever. So Kirk Cousins is. Finally getting his rhythm with the Minnesota Vikings. We do play yes. them after our bye week. Yes. But the Vikings, they always do this thing where they're either horrible at the beginning of the season or fantastic at the beginning of the season. But then they do this thing in the middle 
where it's just stagnant and it's like no one comes to play and it's just so weird happens every time and of course one of the worst trade options not necessarily for the player but for the vikings was stefan diggs um of course he's with buffalo now and doing fantastic and he is also trayvon diggs his brother if some people don't know that they're brothers um but the vikings why did you do that (laughs) oh my god i know right they still have adam Thielen. he's good but he can't do it all himself and also they traded away um kyle rudolph who is one of their best safeties um to the new york giants out of all teams (laughs) They still have Harrison Smith, though. He's there. But they also have Dalvin Cook. But yeah, other teams that are similar in that category would be the Bears. So what happened with the Bears? Well, Andy Dalton started. They they traded for Andy Dalton. And I laughed when that happened because it was like, did you watch the Cowboys season with him? But okay. And he played a couple games got hurt then they were like oh i understand and then they (laughs) said okay justin justin fields you can be the starter now i don't know why it took them so long to understand that he is obviously going to save that team from being absolutely obliterated are they going to get into the playoffs Mm, i doubt it if they do they're not going to get far that is my prediction the another team that has not won a single game, the Detroit Lions. So yeah. over the postseason, I saw that Jared Goff and Matthew Stafford had switched places. And I was like, why? Because if those who don't remember, Jared Goff won the Super Bowl for the Rams. He did. Like, that's undeniable. And I was like, why are the Rams trading him? That doesn't make sense. And Matthew Stafford never won a Super Bowl. And I was just very confused. Now I understand. Um, Just the Lions are their own five. What else can I say? And I'm saying that. And I'm also a Jets fan, and they've won a single game as well. <laughs> so they beat the Patriots. I know. See, underestimated. Yeah, and then another team that we both agree overrated: the Packers. Hundred percent overrated. Yeah, it's overrated. And I, I thought at the beginning of the season. I don't know about now, but at the beginning of the season, that Aaron Rodgers was was uh, purposefully throwing games. I really do. I was like, because he would go in drills, pre-game drills, practice, and hit dimes. Like, he would be so accurate. And then he would just overthrow. I'm like, what? <laughs> now he's winning. Like, now he's he's kind of gotten out of his rut. But it just made me angry. <laughs> I was like, stop. Just stop. And then other teams... I will go a little quicker here so we can move on to the NBA. But Carolina Panthers, they're all right right now. Sam Darnold, most improved quarterback for sure. Um, For sure. New Orleans Saints, they are doing great with Jameis Winston. Yes. So, and then the Cardinals undefeated. They also have J.J. Watt now. That's a huge game change. And 
I'm just recalling that he absolutely basically ripped off Baker Mayfield's arm <laughs> the other day. And, yeah, and he like came over to him and he like patted him on the back. He's <laughs> like, sorry. <laughs> uh, and for those of you who don't know, uh, JJ Watt is 6'7. That's how tall he is. And then, of course, Seahawks aren't doing great because Russell Wilson has a weird finger injury. He should be back, though. But new quarterback, don't even know his name. Gonna be honest, I'm blanking. It's number seven. I know it's number seven. But I watched uh, the game. Do you know who it is? uh, Gino. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I watched the game against... Don't even remember who they were against. And... Oh, that's right. Yeah, it was the Steelers. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, and the Steelers are on their plateau down, but the quarterback made a horrible decision to try and run it with, like, I don't know, 20 seconds left, and he they strip-sacked the ball, and then it caused a fumble. Steelers got it. Game over. And I was like, that was a poor decision. <laughs> With that being said, let's move on to the NBA. Back when I was in Arizona with you, we both said, there's no way the Bucks are going to win. <laughs> yeah. I think they were still, were they still playing the Nets then? I forget. I don't even remember. I just remember we were like, Suns for the win. They're going to make it to the finals. Right. And um, they did beat the Clippers like we both said they would. But yeah. Then we're like, no way. Like, the Hawks are going to make it. That's who they were playing, the Hawks. And um, it's going to be the Hawks and the Suns for sure. No doubt. And then we started joking because the Clippers won one game. And we were like, oh, it's going to be the Clippers and the Bucks. No doubt. And... Of course, the Suns ended up eliminating the Clippers, but then the Bucks actually, like, did it. <laughs> and I've never been so shocked in my life. I didn't know what the hell was going to happen. <laughs> Seriously. That was just too unpredictable. Not just, like, the Bucks did it. Like, they squashed the Suns. Yeah. It's like... After the Suns were up two to zero, which was so bizarre. I was so upset. <laughs> we wa- we literally so watched them do so much better. I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it, that was a weird, uh, weird finals. Weird playoffs, really. And we had that buzzer beater in the restaurant and... Yep. <laughs> when you when you got hit in the head by the parking thing. Still hurts. <laughs> oh my god. I still remember that clearest day. <laughs> oh. And anytime I look at those things, I'm like, oh John. <laughs> I will forever yeah. cherish that story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh yes, god. I will uh Oh, every time I see those things now, too, I'm like, yep, I got hit by one of them. <laughs> Never parking in a parking garage again. <laughs> I know. Uh-huh. It's funny. My manager asked me about that the next day. He's like, what did you do last night? Were you like, did you get in a fight? You got a mark on your head. <laughs> no. And I was like, no, it's going to sound so stupid. But I, 
Um, but I got, you know, like the parking gate thing. Like, <laughs> I was like, I got hit by one of them. And he's like, that sounds like something that would happen to you. Like, yeah, Bucks won, blah, blah, blah. Now people are like, can the Bucks repeat? I don't think so. I think it was a fluke. Um, <laughs> I don't think they'll ever do it. <laughs> no. But, um, of course, we are only like, what? Three, two nights in, you know, like we yeah. seriously just started. And um, teams that, okay, the Brooklyn Nets, what do I think they're going to do since they were such a powerhouse and then got all of these injuries um, right before the finals? And that obviously affected them. Well, uh, Kyrie Irving is not playing because he has not received the vaccine, does not want to receive the vaccine blah, 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 all that stuff. Um, do I think that really makes a damn difference? No, <laughs> to be completely honest. To the team, to their actual athletic ability, no. They've got Harden, they've got Durant, they're fine. Oh, they have um, Blake Griffin, my my king. Um, oh, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah, so there's just, you know... It's really too early to say anything for sure, but I think the the Suns are going to learn from their mistakes. And Golden State beat the Lakers opening night. That was exciting. I think people are overreacting on the Lakers part. I think they're going to get better as the year goes on. Um, it's one game. There's 81 more. <laughs> like, people are freaking out. <laughs> Westbrook did not play well, but I mean, it's it's gonna take it's gonna take some time to like get like it's it's different when you're actually playing, like and the games count. Right. Like he was negative twenty five for his uh, what is it the uh, plus or minus? That's so bad. That's so bad. But anyway, I think that the Lakers will come through in the playoffs. I think they'll uh, as long as everyone's healthy, right? This is like a healthy. Um, prediction because if it, if they get injured, like I can see the Suns, you know, taking off again. Yeah. Um, or like you know, even the Mavs. I'd say Mavs will be up there, but they, um, <laughs> I'd say it's the Lakers and, and probably like I'm thinking the Bucks. I really am. I think I'm taking the Bucks. Um, I don't think I think Brooklyn needs Kyrie. Interesting. I, I do to be as competitive as they do. I. I do. Um, I don't think KD and Harden can do it alone and Blake Griffin, but I don't know. Yeah, I guess I'm taking the Bucks. I'm going to say Bucks and Lakers. Even after watching them like play, I know that's one game too, but yeah. I just think that, like, I really think they're a really tough team to beat. Like, really, really. Like, they are the team to beat right now. Interesting to see what they do with the Bucks coming because once you have a championship team, do you want to move people around? Do you want to keep it the exact same? You know exactly. Um, and because I remember when the Mavs won, I mean, of course, Dirk was—he's now the advisor for the Mavs, and he was locked in the moment he got there. But especially when we won, it was like, okay, Dirk and Kid are set. We are not changing them ever. They are not getting traded. (laughs) You know, so it'll be interesting to see what they do. It'll be an interesting year for sure. Um, 
I'd also watch out for like the Jazz. Oh um, yeah, that's a good point. Jazz, Jazz and Nuggets. They're definitely gonna be some underdogs. Um, Jazz and Nuggets, and then the East is like really stacked this year. Um, I think Golden Fox State will. could come back. Oh yeah, yeah, Gold, duh, Golden State. <laughs> they're uh, they're uh, what's that guy's name that started playing? Popel or something? Pope or I don't know what his name is, but he um. That guy's beast. I thought like, I was about to say like Steph Curry. <laughs> no, no, no. Curry, Curry is Curry, but I. Hi, Eli. He's oh you. my god. <laughs> no. Well, that's far enough. Hi, Eli. Where's <laughs> Bianca? Look, look, Eli. Bianca. <laughs> He's like. You are clueless. <laughs> you are clueless. Did you find the P? I think it's right here. <laughs> right oh my god. I think it's on the couch. Yeah, I think it's right on the couch. Oh, that's gross. So I'm gonna have to buy All right, everyone. That was fun. We will update you on the NBA season and the NFL season as we go on. And eventually some UFC MMA stuff. Um once Oh yeah, we- what do you get to that? Right. Once once we start picking up. You know, once Jake Paul starts fighting again, <laughs> um, but <laughs> but yeah. So, uh, John, thank you for coming on. Yes, pleasure as always. <laughs> <laughs>